time to cue the coach. The world we are living in today has been spiraling out of control for decades in such a way that we are all losing our minds, risking our health daily, and choking on the ashes of a dying paradigm. You don't want to continue living in fear or in conformity to someone else's version of reality, do you? I know I'm done, and I've been done for quite some time now. Wellness needs an advocate. Holistic health, that is. It's time that we rise to the challenge of creating a brand new world with the fiery passion of a phoenix rising from the ashes. What beautiful essence do you possess that this world desperately needs? On this podcast, that is what we are here to find out. Together, let's unlock the pure potential from within. And as Gandhi said, let's be the change we wish to see in this world. And here we go. Episode 15, The Throat Chakra. Hello out there, world. It's time to cast my voice out there for another episode of Cue the Coach. Today I'm going to talk to you about the throat chakra, one that is near and dear to me, considering I am a lead vocalist for the Drunken Clams cover band in New Jersey, and I have this podcast to share with you. So I'm all about coming from the throat chakra when it comes to expressing myself. So let's see, let's talk to you about it here. So the throat chakra, or the Vishuddha chakra in Sanskrit is what that's called, is about as obvious as the heart chakra when it comes to location. However, according to Chopra.com and several other sources, of course, it's not just the throat chakra, but also the thyroid, parathyroid, the neck, the jaw, mouth, tongue, and the larynx that are all affected by the energy of the throat chakra. So the Sanskrit term Vishuddha, translates into English as purist. Sometimes it's just purify or purity. And this chakra symbol is a light blue 16-petaled lotus flower with a downward-facing triangle surrounding a circle within it. So when the energy of our throat chakra is balanced, the purest form of prana energy flows throughout the body, allowing for divinely inspired self-expression and breath. So let's talk about prana for a moment. I've not mentioned it when it came to the lower chakras, even though prana does flow in and out through these chakras, as I personally feel that this, that its greatest expression comes from the throat chakra itself and concentration on the throat chakra. In the root chakra, prana is mainly about the automatic process of breathing that we do without even thinking about it, right? It's connected to our autonomic and automatic nervous system. Our body does this automatically for survival. But as it comes up through the centers, the term prana literally translates as life force. Yet to avoid confusion, I would say that kundalini energy is the life force and that using the breath to express and regulate this life force is the use of prana. So does that make sense? I hope so, because kundalini translates loosely as coiled or circular So it's coiled or circular energy at the base of the spine, and when it's fully defined, 
it refers to life force energy lying like a coiled serpent at the base of our spine. So if Kundalini is life force energy and prana is life force energy, then prana is, to me, is the active use of that Kundalini energy as it rises up through the body and beyond, as a matter of fact. So the elemental association to the throat chakra is ether. And it's not to be confused with the element of ether, uh, the, I'm sorry, with the, the chemical compound of ether, like E-T-H-E-R, which is just a chemical compound. This is the ether associated with the throat chakra that's spelled, typically spelled A-E-T-H-E-R, and is the personification of upper air, meaning the upper air of the gods or the upper energy of the atmosphere beyond beyond the Earth's atmosphere into universal energy, if you will. So honestly, I've seen multiple spellings of both, and it can be quite confusing. And I think that a lot of people are very confused by it, apparently. When you do dig through all the research that I do online, you see a, a lot of confusing and contradictory statements. So it's, it's really important when it comes to focusing on the chakras to really pay attention to what makes sense for the energy in that spot in the body to be doing. When you come from that place and you come from that place of understanding that it's about the energetic flow of what the bodily functions are and what your emotions do and what your mental expressions do to the body, when you can really correlate those things, you can make sense of it beyond just researching words and people's interpretation of words because that gets very misconstrued i mean it's been misconstrued since the times of the bible and probably earlier than that so the bottom line is that the energy of the throat chakra when it's balanced and harmonized as the first of the three spiritual chakras is about connecting with our pure essence beneath the ego to speak with our true authentic voice with the breath of god at its core the ether of the creation of the word. Now, Christians may confuse this as being blasphemous, but when you study the actual teachings of Jesus Christ, you can understand that even Jesus told other humans that they could do everything he did and more when they come from a place of connection to the Father from within. He never said that God was somewhere out there in the universe looking down upon us mortals. Our only true individual connection to God is when we consciously connect with God from within. I think we could all agree with that. If you, if you don't try to connect to God from within, you're, you're not going to feel like you're connected to God. I hope that makes sense. So moving the breath, the prana, downward to awaken kundalini energy at the base of our spine and then bringing that energy upward to our throat chakra. When we do this, we're able to express and create the way we were always meant to, with God as the center of it all, always with this universal energy, with this life force of love, with this spark of creation, whatever you want to call it. If, if God is an uncomfortable word for you, it's all the same thing. So when we cannot connect, when we can connect with the energy that flows through us in this way, we may easily express ourselves with confidence to the outside world. We will consciously intuit when to speak, when to listen, and how to express ourselves authentically to the world. 
Working on the third chakra allows us to embrace the ability to know when speaking our truth will be heard by others and when to let silence speak for us instead. If our lower chakras have been aligned clearly, this becomes quite easy, as without fear and with great confidence, words are easy to find. The ears are easily open to hear other points of view, and the heart is compassionate enough to allow those other points of view to be okay. And that's all within us. I'm not saying that if your throat chakra is clear that other people will listen to you. If their throat chakra is not clear, they don't have the ears to hear you, is what I just said. Have you, ever, have you been listening to the previous episodes on balancing out the chakras? Uh, I hope you do. It's really, really, I got some really good stuff in there. And, and even if you don't take my word for it, go, go research it yourself. But do tons of research. Look at all of the information out there, as I've done, and then really put together your own thoughts on it. But if you have done it, you know that there are yoga poses, mantras, mudras, meditations, and exercises available for each chakra to help them open up, speed up, slow down, or balance out. Whether, again, you take my word for it or you look all over the world on how to balance your chakras, you're going to find these things as well as Reiki and crystals and stones and sound therapy. You know, there's, there's plenty of things that are available out there, but all of them have their own unique ways. To, to balance out each chakra, but they're all available for each one of the seven major chakras. So how can we tell when our throat chakra specifically is out of balance? Well, aside from having thyroid issues, a sore throat, dental issues, losing your voice, smoking cigarettes, cigars, or using any type of chewing tobacco, having a forked tongue is a very clear indication other than those physical things meaning you say what you want others to hear to save face, but inside, you know you don't even believe what you're saying, or you have no intention of following through on what you're saying. You're just using it to manipulate others. So if you lie often to yourself or to others, your throat chakra is completely out of alignment. You have no integrity. You'll always feel that others have something to hide because it's the nature you're projecting into the world, and you can't even fathom that someone else's view could also be correct or that it should be respected. And most often, when somebody does not have a very clear throat chakra and they, they live that deceitful life all the time, when they do go to express themselves vocally, like if they try and speak up loudly and, and authoritatively, or if they try to sing, they're usually unable to really have much success in, in those ways. So when it's overactive... You might spend a great deal of energy trying to be deceitful with crafty plans and manipulations, determined to get your way at any cost. You may also speak without thinking and speak over others without an ear to hear anything anyone else says back to you. Like you can hear the, you can hear the sound, but you can't actually comprehend or respect the opinions or the expression of others. You're focused on what you're going to say, even as the other person is speaking. Right? Have you ever done that? Have you ever been having a conversation and you feel so strongly about your point of view that even when the other person is speaking, you, you're not hearing them, you're just waiting for them to take a breath so that you can say exactly what's the next thing you want to say? I've definitely been there myself. And, and everybody's throat chakra, even if you are good at balancing out your, your chakras, some moments you're going to have a weak expression and, and you're going you're gonna to be kind of locked in that mode where you want to be heard. 
So on the other end of the spectrum, though, when the chakra is underactive, you may be extremely shy, unable to speak in public, and terrified to be in the spotlight. One may also experience the constant need to clear their throat, have difficulty swallowing and digesting food or drink, and may lack confidence. So to be in balance, one would be full of confidence, would speak loudly and clearly with the utmost integrity, being honest and true to the essence of their being, using the breath of God to harness the full potential energy of humanity for the greater good and the highest form of outward self-expression. Such a person might choose a career in singing, public speaking, or, if we were all lucky, they would choose a career in politics. That's an extreme joke, because you can usually tell a politician is lying when their lips are moving. But seriously, it, it's really not funny. If, if you really think about it, it's not funny at all. It's, it's really, really sad that the way that our countries are run, specifically the United States, is a bunch of lies just just thrown at us to keep us comfortable in the moment. Because when we're actually told the whole truth and nothing but the truth. It's kind of like Jack Nicholson said in a few good men, I believe it was, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> We'd all break out into chaos because we, we can't, you know, that's kind of what politics unfortunately is about is having that forked tongue to keep everybody in control rather than allowing us to fully express. But we, we've shown that we, if we are allowed to fully express with no authority, authority that we, we plunge ourselves into chaos. So in some ways we need to be led and we need to be deceived to a certain degree. Um, I wish that wasn't the case, but anyway, I digress. I don't want to get away from this throat chakra here. So keeping the throat chakra open ensures that we can breathe, eat, drink, optimize nutrition from our food, and that we may express ourselves fully to the outside world. So let me just review with you a few of the ways to balance the throat chakra. This is the only, this is only truly helpful when you have done the work to balance the lower chakras, but even starting right here will help you to bring the breath, the prana down into the awaiting Kundalini energy at the base of the spine, encouraging you to go back and work more on the chakras below, increasing the flow of pranic energy back up through the body as you do so. So as far as yoga poses go, cobra pose and shoulder shrug pose are two mentioned by Victor Archuleta in the book Sacred Chakras, which I've said it several times through the chakra series. I really, really love his work. It's, it's very spot on. Um, so check that out. He even gives you a little diagram so you can see what those poses look like, um, or you can always look them up on YouTube or online as well. Both of them are quite easy as far as yoga poses go because they're, they're really not any intense stretching. Uh, for either one. And then the mudra associated with the throat chakra, which is really associated with the element of the ether, the, the, the elemental association of the ether, is the dharma mudra, which is basically just putting both of your hands in your lap, palms facing up, then interlace your fingers, and then curl your, curl your hands in a ball and touch the tips of both of your thumbs together while keeping your fingers inter your other fingers interlaced. So hold this hand gesture in front of your belly button and breathe slowly as you enter into meditation. And this is best to be done after repeating the sequence of those two yoga poses I mentioned for as many as you need, yet 
really no fewer than 10 times each if you're really seriously trying to prepare your body for meditation and mantras and all of that stuff. Okay, so then when you do enter into meditation, if you're open to using a mantra and you want to speak it, or even if you're just listening to it on, on a YouTube program or, you know, some, you know, Spotify or iTunes or what have you, um, the, the mantra of the seed element, which is the ether or Bija mantra is hum, which will sound like this when you're actually using the mantra, it'll go hum. So just repeating that sound puts you in that balancing of the throat chakra. Use visualization of the color light blue floating around your neck and mouth. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I've always loved the Avengers movies. And, uh, you know, I, so I'm going to share with you really my visualization from, from those movies um, that I use in meditating on the chakra because, I don't know, it just it, it kind of feels very appropriate for this one. So in the Avengers movies, um, if you've seen any of them, you know what the Tesseract is. The Tesseract is a light blue cube in the movies containing the ether of the gods, an unlimited source of clean energy. Um, and that's basically the source of all of the chaos that goes on in the Avengers, is trying to take this power of and this energy for either good or evil. So I like to imagine my voice box as this Tesseract spinning around with a you know, on an angle so that there's like a downward facing triangle going down my throat. So as if it was like tipped on its side, like a, like a dice. And then imagine it releasing energy in a wavy cloud of light blue that spins clockwise around my neck when I'm envisioning this energy being balanced and fully available to me for expression and communication between myself and God and between myself and others. I imagine the energy entering my lungs and coming back out like blue smoke, but energizing me rather than intoxicating me. Not like cigarette smoke or anything like that, but just like a clean flowing breath. I'm just, just knowing that that's the breath of God. And this is about breathing in life, digesting its energy spiritually, and then expressing it outwardly with our unique personalities. Things that aid with this chakra from a dietary perspective are limes, lemons, lemongrass, and any 100% pure citrus fruit juices, or more importantly, even essential oils, you know, um, citrus fruit essential oils. Uh, and I like to put all that stuff, any of those, in water. And that, that's incredibly helpful. Helps with digestion. Helps with clearing out your throat. It helps with, you know, uh, clearing your voice. Other foods that help me significantly when it comes to being prepared for live performances and singing and public speaking are coconut water, peppermint vitality, essential oil, raw honey, raw organic honey, usually, lemon, and herbal teas. I also use clove vitality essential oil for excellent oral health. I put some on my toothbrush once or twice per week, and then I'll also gargle with clove vitality oil and warm water just before a show or if my throat is uh, feeling a bit sore. And as a result, honestly, my singing voice is 100 times better now at 43 years old than it was when I started singing in my 20s when I didn't know anything about dietary choices for chakra support. So I'd like to take this moment now to recap a bit 
and to focus on the most important aspect of chakra balancing, the willingness and desire to be consciously walking a spiritual path. Without making a conscious choice to be on a spiritual path, honestly, we as humans often just allow our bodies to tell us how we feel, what we need, and how, we're, how we live, how we should live. Our brains are just something that gets in the way or that we use to manipulate others to get what we want from them rather than using it to harness self-expression, true self-expression. Alcohol, drugs, and outside distractions keep us all locked into the reptilian brain where we ignore the gift of consciousness and the ability to create. We can be so much more than this. It kills me that most of, most of our world does not try to be more than this. It feels like there's almost a, like there really almost is a superhuman race versus the rest of us, you know, and, and that's not racist. I'm not talking about any individual race being less than other people, but I, like there's, there's this desire that I have and that I've, I've known a lot of people to have to really, really embrace consciousness and be the best that we can. And then there's so many people that just exist that just allow themselves to be thrown around by their emotions and their distractions. So we're, we're meant for more than that. People, we, we have this conscious, this gift of consciousness. We can use it. Many, many, many more of us should be using it. It's this disconnection from this that is literally ripping our world apart. If we all invited the pranic energy of the heavens down through our bodies into the earth and then opened our inner eyes to see what is ours to do, this world would not be headed towards its six-mass extension. We'd be grateful for every day and of life, for life, and for every breath we take. And our outer world would reflect this gratitude instead of our destruction. So it's your choice. Do you want to take this world for granted until it's gone? Or do you wish to find your unique voice and give the gift what it give the world the gifts that it truly needs from you? Your authentic expression from the God within. Which do you want? Do you want to leave this world better than you found it? Be willing to engage consciously on a spiritual path, the path we were meant to use our conscious minds for. So that is the food for thought I am leaving you with today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please consider rating this podcast and offering a review. If you love what you hear, please share this episode of this podcast with anyone you feel may benefit from it. I will be forever grateful for your support, and I am graciously available to support you right back. All you need to do is ask me. So please reach out. Cue the coach at yahoo.com. Reach out on Facebook, on my Cue the Coach Facebook page, or leave me a comment on this podcast somewhere. But namaste, the God in me honors the God in you. Until next time. Mm -hmm.